Hi out there. I'm Pat Holly, and I want to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Each week, we talk to artists about what's going on locally in the field of art. And this week, we're talking about the Seattle Recycled Art Festival. And with us is Michael Arndt, and he is someone who has been involved in recycled art. He is the organizer of Seattle Recycled Arts Festival, one of the organizers. He also makes whimsical, welded sculptures and recycled steel as steps, handrails, fencing, benches, and a lot more. <laughs> he collaborates with other artists providing welded sculptures for their works. Welcome to the show, Michael. Thank you, Pat. And then also we have Claire Mendelson, and she is the co-founder of the maker group Art Plus Tech Plus Trash. The group creates electronically responsive art from repurposed materials. Claire hosted the original meeting that inspired Seattle Recycled Art Festival. Welcome to the show, Claire. Thank you, Pat. Glad to be here. Great. And then also we have Kim McCormick, and she is coordinator of the Wearable Art Runway Show, and she is also a designer of women's wear utilizing recycled textiles and also author of a book on recycled textiles. Welcome to the show, Kim. Thank you, Pat. Nice to be here. Great. We're so happy all of you could come in because... I think we all need to do recycled art because nobody's going to take our recyclables now. <laughs> so we may as well use them, right? <laughs> anyway, I want to talk a little bit about the show before we get started. Artbeat Northwest is a half-hour-long nonprofit radio program, and our mission is to promote the visual arts and the performing arts in the Pacific Northwest. Now, we don't waste your time with fundraising like the NPR programs do. I volunteer my time, and prepaid donations take care of the other expenses. So listen in. Every Tuesday, 5 p.m., drive time on 1150 a.m. or online at 1150kknw.com, streaming worldwide. So if you have friends in Paris, New York, or Idaho or even Eastern Washington, they can listen in at the same time. Or they can go to the archives and listen to any of the past programs on the website. And personally, I'm someone who loves the arts. I really like talking about art and talking with artists. So the program's really fun and really rewarding for me. And the ads on the program have been donated to the Kirken Arts Center, wonderful organization, and the Bellevue Arts Museum, wonderful museum. We'll be back shortly talking about recycled art on 1150 AM. What color blue is in the sky today? Did you see that sunset? How can I paint that? These are just a few of the things you'll learn by taking an art class at the Kirkland Arts Center. Spring class registration is open now, and it's the perfect time to learn a new skill in drawing, glass mosaic, fiber art, collage, and so much more. Learn from professional art instructors at the Eastside's number one arts learning community. Register now for classes continuing through May and June. At KAC, we believe in the power of the arts to transform and inspire. Learn more online at kirklandartcenter.org. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. 
Welcome back to Art Beat Northwest, and we're here talking about recycled art and about the Seattle Recycled Arts Festival. Now, I know you all are involved with the creation of this festival. How did you get this idea, and how did this all start happening? Now, this is only, what, your second or third year? It's our second year this year. Your second year, and I, I have to applaud you for doing a recycled art festival. I think this is a great idea. But how did you get started? It started with Claire um, pulling together a bunch of folks over at Seattle Recreative and talking about what we can do. I'll let Claire kind of Yeah. So in 2015, I was interested in getting everybody together that was interested in recycling. So I knew that in the Seattle area, we had builders that were repurposing materials. We had teachers that were repurposing materials. We had artists. We had many different types of people. And so I was curious what would happen if we get all these people in the same room and just start some conversations. And it was at that meeting that I met Michael and a lot of other interesting folks. And we started dreaming about what could come from those connections and that networking. And so how did you end up at the Finney Ridge Community Center? Um, last year we were at uh, Urban Light Studios down in Greenwood for the art walk during the big one. Oh. And so what happened is... Uh, we decided to do a juried art show only last year just to kind of do a kickoff event. And this year we decided we'll add in the fashion show, we'll add in outdoor sculptures, the art cars by Kelly Lyles and all the other folks. So we needed a bigger space. So we reached ah. out to the P&A and they offered their space up for us. So it's turned into a really big event with lots of things going on. So let's talk a little bit more just about the event. First of all, when is it? Let's, every, let's let everybody know when it is, how much it costs, it's all that free. kind of thing. It's free. <laughs> yes, we like that. It's free. Okay. And what are the dates and where is it? It's May 11th and 12th. The Friday and Saturday of May 11th and 12th. The 11th and 12th, Friday mm-hmm. evening. Friday. When, isn't there a work? Uh, uh, an art walk that night, too? Yeah, so yeah. it's the Finney Wood uh, Big One Art Walk, and this is their two-day big event for uh, the Finney Wood Art Walk system. Um, so we'll be out and about from 6 o'clock Friday night till 9 o'clock as part of the art walk, and then Saturday we'll reopen again at noon till 4 o'clock. Okay, sounds like fun. Now let's first of all talk about the juried recycled art show. Uh, how exciting is it this year? Because I know you've looked at the art, you've juried the art, and you've had lots of people submit wonderful creations for this. Yeah, this year we were just kind of flabbergasted. We had over 170 pieces submitted for the show, which is more than double what we had for last year. So pretty excited about that. Uh, and then... <clears throat> have you uh, accepted all of them, or how does that work? So it goes through a jury process. We break it up into different categories, and there's separate judges for each of those areas, and they mark off the ones that they feel the best suits. And we have kind of a criteria that we go by. Basically, we're looking for pieces that are 75% recycled materials. Um, they have to be innovative, unusual, multi-layer, intricate, and the most primary thing is, did they transform the actual recycled piece? Okay, so you've got a criteria there. Uh, and what are your 
categories? What different categories did you put them in? So we have textiles. We have 3D pieces. Um, we will have wall hangings. And I think that's kind of the, the three main categories for the jury dart part. And then you have the fashion show pieces, and then you'll have the outdoor sculpture pieces. So let's talk about some of the more interesting pieces that you've seen. I know you have picked a winner, but you can't tell that yet, right? Well, yeah. There, we So far, we're up to about 125 pieces that we're going to be having in a show. We're still kind of shifting through some pieces, making oh. sure we have room for everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And I know you were talking about a piece that you uh, have in the show that is very electronic and very responsive to people. I th- and I saw a picture of it, and it's just wild and really fun. So actually, um, we will, as a maker group, right, we're, our kind of primary purpose is to encourage others to create art. So our Reustopus is what we call her, and she is an octopus made from smashed holiday lights. And then we add in LED technology. We use uh, NeoPixels that have sensors on them. And so when people come to interact with her, she will light up in different ways. So, for example, if you cover up her siphon, she does not like that. And she, her eye will flash. Mm-hmm. Or if you show her certain colors, she will mimic those colors. Oh, wow. um, and so instead of being in the show, she'll be outside at our Art Tech and Trash booth, along with our six-foot-tall marble machine that we're building. And so anybody that comes for the show can then also come outside, and they can play with our art. And also, we're going to have a couple of opportunities for them to make their own. Sounds great. And if this is a big picture, really, that she's talking about, the one with the octopus in it. And very fascinating. Now, one of the things that I noticed on, on the website is there were a lot of welded pieces with different things going on. And I'll bet that you, Michael, were involved with some of those. Yeah, so I had a couple pieces in the show last year, um, along with Thor, uh, mayor out of Bellingham. Um, I think ours were the two primary pieces that were there. And this year, we're looking at about 12 pieces that will be in the show this year. So I guess uh, Thor Meyer out of Bellingham, I guess he was kind of the originator of this kind of thing, right? Yeah. And they've said, I mean, they're proudly saying that, they had the most recycled art of any city or something. <laughs> but you've kind of taken a message from them, right? Yeah. So you, you have the rare event that happens up in Bellingham, which was last weekend. They had their big festival. Oh, how weekend. was that? It was incredible. They always have a good show up there. Ah. Is it similar to yours? or? It's a little different. We take on a different format than theirs. But theirs is focused on the Whatcom County Arts um, storefront space where they have their juried show and then there's different gallery spaces throughout town that you can go that will host a recycled artist so it's not as centralized it's not as centralized yeah and then uh i wanted to make sure that we talk about the fashion kim and um there is a recycled art fashion show and why don't you explain what that is and how that works well it's called the wearable art wearable art show so basically, the same criteria applies where it has to be made out of 75% recycled textiles. And it has to be wearable. <laughs> so it has to be able to walk down the runway and stay in one piece. And so are you, do you have live models? Yes. yes oh, uh-huh. wonderful. We'll have live models, definitely. Yeah. 
So we um, have we're going to be using the the big dance room upstairs in the P and A, and we'll have a little stage set up so they can actually walk up onto the stage and then show their wares, and then they'll circle through the crowd, so the crowd can actually see it really close up front. Okay, so you and this is Friday night, and now tell me where everybody gets all these recycled textiles. Where do you find things like this? I guess I could recycle most of the stuff in my wardrobe. It needs it. (laughs) Usually at thrift stores, yard sales, um, some of the outlets, thrift stores that sell by the pound. Um, You can get quite a lot and do a lot of experimenting. and And I was looking at Kim's book, and she said, it's true, I'm sure, that she uses a lot of tablecloths and and things like draperies and uh, yeah. all kinds of things that you wouldn't think you could make, um, you know, women's wear out of. But she has the most gorgeous things, two wedding gowns made out of tablecloths, mm-hmm. and then page after page after page of all these wonderful styles. But now in this show, you're not the only artist, right? No, we'll have different artists, and they all have very unique styles, and some of them will be doing ready-to-wear, which is, we want to kind of break it up into two categories of ready-to-wear, which is, you know, stuff that you wear every day, and artwear, which is more elaborate, and maybe you'd wear to a masquerade ball or some special party or... It's more outlandish. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. And yeah. probably more, even more fun. But the uh-huh. things that you can wear every day that are recycled, yes. that's great, too. Yeah, yeah. We so, really wanted to show the variety. So have you been doing this recycled wear for a long time? Forever. Forever? <laughs> oh, that's really your field. Yes, yes. Ah. The nice part about this year is uh, Valley Village is going to give the winners of the jury dart uh, fashion show uh, first dibs at their thread cycle pile. Now, so, what's a thread cycle pile? <laughs> so, Kim, you want to take that? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, as they sort through the the clothes that get donated to any of the different uh, donation centers, you know, Value Village, Goodwill, etc., they have to sort it out things that can be sold at the store and things that cannot be sold. Oh, and King County has this uh, process that's called Thread Cycle, where they encourage these organizations to take all those uh, clothes instead of sending them to the landfill that they find different ways to make use of them. Oh, okay. So you get first dibs on that. Yes. That pile, which has still got to have a lot of good fabric in it. Yeah. But maybe something's wrong with yeah, the like garment. Yeah, there might be holes or stains. And as you know, an artist, you can cut around those and, and just get rid of the flaws in that fabric and create something entirely new. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I that is going to be a very exciting show. And that's, you know, what we need to be doing, recycling our own, right? Yes, most <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I'm yes. so glad you brought up Thread Cycle, too, because it's a good reminder that even things that seem useless actually can be um, repurposed and reused. So even yes. clothing that you think, oh, no one would ever wear this, it's still really worth donating it. Exactly, because people that have been trying to encourage the Thread Cycle program, people that you would normally have a pile that you would take to donate to the, the thrift store. And then there might be those things that you'd say, oh, nobody's ever going to buy that, like socks with holes in them and things like that, and you'd throw them away. Well, they want to encourage you not to do that, but to take those to the thrift stores, and they separate that stuff out and... That is the thread cycle stuff, the damage stuff. And that's the stuff that you can get really creative with, right? Exactly. 
Kentucky. <laughs> now, there's also, I, we should mention this, in town at Art Not Terminal Gallery, they have a show that just opened, wasn't it last Saturday? Saturday, yeah. And uh, tell us about that, because this is related. It's not the same, but uh, people might want to see that now because it's on until the 28th Correct. of this month. Yeah, so uh, Art Not Terminal came to us and asked us, could we bring some artwork down there for Earth Day? And so we pulled together the winners of the People's Choice Award from last year's event. And so they brought up their wares that, um, you know, wall hangings, 3D pieces, uh, a couple of sculpture pieces. It's a great variety of, uh, you can see the great spectrum of different things that can be done with recycled materials. So this is from last year. So if you want to see a preview of this recycled art, which is the art from last year, if you didn't get to see it, uh, just go to Art Not Terminal in Seattle, downtown Seattle, and and you can see that on and, until the 28th. Correct. Yeah, great. Well, listen, it's already time for a break. We're here talking about recycled art. And we'll be back with Artbeat Northwest on Alternative Talk 1150 shortly. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Don't miss Making Our Mark, Art by Pratt Teaching Artists, closing Sunday, April 15th. This exhibition celebrates the influential history of the Pratt Fine Arts Center with diverse works from nearly 300 Pratt teaching artists. From April 13th through August 10th, check out Posada, Jose Guadalupe Posada and the Mexican Penny Press. Known as the father of modern Mexican art, Posada is famous for his popular and satirical representations of calaveras or skeletons in lively guises. More at BellevueArts.org. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Art Beat Northwest. I didn't even know there was a recycle song out there. You'll have to play it at your <laughs> exhibition. <laughs> anyway, we're here talking about the Seattle Recycled Art Festival at the Finney Ridge Community Center. And this is going to be... May 11th and 12th. May 11th and 12th. And not only do they have this recycled art show, they have a wonderful... Uh, runway show of recycled fashion that is, of course, created from recycled materials. But they also have a whole bunch more going on. So let's talk about some of these other things. Now, it says here that you have an outdoor sculpture garden there. Correct. And what's that all? Is that part of the, uh, of, of the basic show, or is that in addition? It's in addition to the show this year. Um, last year we didn't have the room and the capability to have large pieces, so uh, and the, these are all recycled. Pieces correct. Too. Yeah. Wow. So uh, part of the Finney Center, they have two places up on Finney Avenue where we can actually place a piece of public art for a couple of months. So the winner oh, how nice. who wins the People's Choice Award this year will have their pieces up on Finney Avenue. Oh, that will be great. But do you have at the show itself, you have a place for all these sculptures? Yeah, so we're too. going to corral all the outdoor sculptures into a little space down in the parking lot, in the upper parking lot, along with uh, art tech trash with the marble maze and some of the other things that we have going on. And then um, we have the juried arts going on inside the building upstairs. Oh, 
So that's going to be in addition. See, this is a big event. Now, also what what uh, also interested me was your fix-it clinic because everybody has some things that maybe could be useful if they could be fixed, but I don't know what this is exactly. So why don't you talk about that? So Greenwood Hardware, uh, there's a group of folks that meet there once a month, and people just bring in whatever they have that needs to be fixed, and they try to troubleshoot it and give them the right tools to to get it fixed or fix it themselves right there in the store. So we're going to invite them down to set up a booth. They'll bring down their tools and stuff. We have the Finney Neighborhood Tool Center. We'll be supplying some space for them as well. And people can bring their misused items that are broken that need to be fixed, and we'll see if we can get them back in action again. And there's no guarantee they'll get fixed. But if you don't try, exactly, it won't happen at all. So you may as well try to fix it, exactly. right? Exactly. And, and it's, it's really great if it can ha- if it can be fixed. Yeah. I bet they have some good luck with some things. Yes, they do. And if we can't fix it, we're going to have a donation truck for collecting recyclables. So oh, so you got all your bases covered. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's really <laughs> try to really divert great. as much as we can from the trash. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. And then you've got art cars. Now I had Kelly Lyles, the art car queen, on the show. And she brought her accessory car. <laughs> and I know she's got a lot of others and a lot of friends with cars. But when I was thinking about it, a lot of this that's done with these cars is recycled stuff, right? Most of it, yeah. Um, so Kelly's going to be rounding up about 12 cars, maybe even more, as much as we can fit into the parking lot up there. And uh, she says, the last time I talked to her, we have a 10 cars committed for both Friday and Saturday. Oh, yay. And then they're always interesting. They're always they so fun. And the people that that bring them there they always have little trinkets with them so bring the kids along they'll love these cars and they always have they're painted different ways they have things glued to them they're just absolutely fantastic cars i know when kelly brought hers up here everybody was out in the parking lot taking pictures of it. you know it's really really attracts a lot of attention a lot of fun now let's talk a little bit more about art tech plus art plus tech, plus trash interactive game. That's your bailiwick, right? It is, uh-huh. Uh, what, what exactly do you do? So um, the challenge with art, tech, and trash, this is something else that spun off of that original meeting that we had in 2015. So one of them was the Seattle Recycled Arts Festival, and the other was art plus tech plus trash. So the idea is, what if we bring a group of artists and a group of techies together and see what we can create? So it's a big challenge because we have a lot of different types of brains in the room and trying to get everybody and everything from, um, you know, kids from 11 to 80 participate in this group. Oh, wow. And to see what we can create. So we've in the past, we've had a robot game. We've had uh, Reustopus, which I told you about. Uh This year we have a modular marble machine. So this is a series of two foot by two foot by two foot cubes that can be stacked in any order. Um, each cube has a theme, um, and we're doing kind of a Mario theme for our video game lovers, since uh-huh. we have so many techies um, in our group. And each group, each one has a theme, and it's actually going to be a race. So anybody who comes to our booth, um, the cubes are art pieces in themselves, and then the marbles are going to race through the maze. So, so they're connected? 
They, and yeah, you can so connect the cubes? They, they are. So that's one of the fun things about them because the way they were designed, the entrance and the exit is always in the same place. So oh. in theory, we can stack them in any order. Oh. But you haven't stacked them yet, so you don't and know. No, we're, we, we, have. <laughs> we, we have. We have. I say in theory just because marble machines are notoriously um, persnickety, and they tend to uh, they tend to need a lot of tweaking. But um, So, for example, we have one that's made out of um, a whole bunch of little pieces of pipe. So we have piping. We have reused wood. Um, I've collected tons and tons and tons of Legos that were bound for the trash and washed them thoroughly. Um, we have... Um, all kinds of stuff that, that is making up these landscapes, right, that the marbles are going to go through. And then we've we've taken foliage and plastic, other things that would have been thrown away to make trees and really uh, put a lot into decorating these cubes. And how many cubes are there, did you say? So f- there are three cubes. There's a potential fourth cube, uh-huh. um, but it's a little tricky. Um, this is actually my husband's cube, and he wants it to spin around and fling the marbles everywhere. So I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little bit leery about committing to that one um, until we can get some good uh, uh, repurposed plexiglass, right, to cover oh, yeah, that one. Cover. So, yeah. um, And then in addition, we have uh, recycled wood and metal and recycled mouse balls from the old mouses before the computer mice. Oh, okay. Um and so people that come to our booth can build a little shoot-the-moon game. There's an old-fashioned game from the, I think it was originally from the 40s or 50s, um, that they can build of their own at the booth. So oh, oh, that sounds really interesting, too. Techies can come. Recycled people and techies. Yeah. What, a, what a combination. <laughs> anyway, uh, and you can bring the kids because they like that. And then there's a children's area, too, from Seattle Recreative. And if you get hungry... They've got food trucks, and uh, wow. So wh- how, what way is this going in the future, do you think? That's what we're looking at uh, right now is, you know, where do we go from here? And some of the people have been asking us, you know, can we have vending next year? And so the artists want to actually bring recycled goods, kind of like what they do down at the Clark County uh, Festival in June, where they have art vendors that use 100% recycled pieces to create new artwork that they would sell at the event. Well, sure. I think people really love, you know, recycled art pieces, I, I think, are kind of trendy right now. So I'm sure they would have a lot of sales to people. But listen, we are already running out of time. Thank you so much to all of you for coming in to talk with us about recycled art and, of course, the Recycled Art Festival. Now, how do we go online to find more about the Seattle Recycled Art Festival? The easiest way is to find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter under Seattle Recycled Arts Festival. And the runway show will take place the night of May 11th, around 6 p.m. Okay, don't miss that. And then Saturday, of course, all day, they have all of the rest of the recycled art uh, and Friday, everything, yeah, too. Everything but the fashion Friday. show is Friday only. Yeah. So don't miss that. Okay. So thank you so much. Uh, and be sure to listen in every Tuesday to Art Beat Northwest for news and views of the local art scene. I am your host, Pat Polly, signing off on KKNW, 1150 AM. Have a great, creative, recycled week. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Pat. Thank you, Pat.